Welcome to the Honor Your Aura podcast, a podcast devoted to learning about, caring for, and empowering the energy within, with your host, Kema England. Welcome everyone back to the Honor Your Aura podcast. So today we're going to dive into the energy of discipline and rebellion. Now, what I think is most interesting is that they are in fact very distinct energies that influence a lot of what we do on a daily basis. And when we're having this conversation around taking care of ourselves, honoring ourselves energetically, that comes with a level of discipline to look at how am I showing up for myself on a daily, even moment to moment basis requires the act of showing up. And that act of showing up is in fact a discipline. And I think that because of that nature and because of how we often interpret discipline or what we believe to be true about discipline, it actually gets in the way of our underlying intention, which is just to care for ourselves, but because we perhaps feel like it's something that we have to do or should do, or it turns into this feeling of being told what to do, that we can as a result, rebel against it. Now, in this episode, we're going to expand even further on the energy of discipline in regards to this kind of energetic self-care, but also talk about the benefits of the energy of rebellion, because it can be worked with in actually a really positive way that I find brings us even into a deepened relationship to our own needs, desires, and allows us for an authentic discovery of what works to support us energetically and what does not. So moving away from you know, plans and methods and practices that have worked for other people, and actually finding from a place within what resonates. And that in and of itself is an art. Just as much as there is a, again, discipline when taking care of ourselves energetically, it's just as much about kind of breaking the rules or breaking the mold and knowing that it doesn't have to look any particular way and that we can have fun in the discovery of what works for us and that there's all of us, right? There's the physical part of us. There's the mental part of us, the emotional part of us and the spiritual part of us, all of which are calling to be cared for. 
Now, I know for me, I've always had this deep interest in spiritual practices and spiritual teachings. So that's authentically where my interest has lied for a long time. But that doesn't mean that discipline has been something that has come easy. And it's not that discipline is hard, it's that my definition or the meaning that I gave to discipline was not matching the the actual genuine genuine vibration of having a disciplined not only disciplined practice but just having these times throughout my day to check in right i had given discipline this meaning that created this very black and white scenario where it was like either I was being in the state of full discipline or full rebellion and then or if I was too disciplined I would want to then go ahead and rebel against it and not finding the way that those energies could harmonize together and it came from having this negative connotation of the word discipline and it felt limiting it felt restricting it felt like uh controlled or like you were being punished for doing something wrong right and for myself it was also this feeling like am i supposed to be perfect so it makes perfect sense as to why i had this inner battle even though i had this deep calling for these practices but i didn't know how to kind of authentically navigate them in a way that was harmonious to the whole of my being and perhaps some of you can relate to that i know being raised in an environment where i was exposed to a lot of yoga teachers and spiritual practitioners And I can't say that I 100% resonated with that lifestyle. It didn't feel real or authentic to me, personally. I felt like there wasn't much flavor, much life. It maybe even felt a little boring. And, And I knew that that's not what I wanted for myself. I also saw and felt a lot of people who almost took it too far, where it was like there was so much spiritual discipline that eventually that in, you know, in the people that I observed this in, it was like it actually caused a tension or in some cases an even greater rebellion later on. So I had this illusion that it wasn't sustainable and you know i'll just share a personal story there's so many there's actually so many layers to my relationship to these energies but i'll share this one that was pretty big so as i've mentioned growing up i my mom was a yoga teacher and she was a reiki practitioner she had her own yoga studio and she also struggled with mental illness and 
when I observed her, I, over time, you know, by the age, oh, geez, probably between the ages of 14 and 16, I decided that I'm not going to be like that. I associated this whole package of, you know, who she was and decided that that wasn't going to be me. And so that, you know, 14 to 16 year old mind said, I'm going to make every choice that I can to not follow in her footsteps. Now, <laughs> that was beyond my control and something I really had to face, granted, by age 22, I was taking my first Reiki training, and by age, geez, 23 or 24, my first yoga training. And even up until that point, I had to face myself very directly as to what I thought I was going to become by taking these particular steps. Now, along with, you know, taking those steps come the discipline of practice. Now, again, luckily, I actually like the discipline. I did a very authentic and traditional yoga training in India at an ashram, and it was, you know, very disciplined. So I do thrive under that energy. However, I still had a very deeply unresolved energy about what being a spiritual practitioner meant and what that looked like. And I hadn't fully come to an authentic discovery of that for myself. And so what I do find is that, you know, through all of the, we'll just say mini rebellions I had against uh, spiritual practice or what it meant to be a spiritual practitioner, they all ultimately brought me back into a deepened connection to them, but in a way that was authentic to me. It wasn't because someone else was telling me to do it, um, or telling me how to do it. It was me having to show up for myself and say, why? Why am I wanting to show up in this way? Why am I wanting to check in with myself on my yoga mat or on my meditation pillow every day? And to authentically want to come back to that, to want to establish uh, these rituals. And, you know, even as my my work progressed as a Reiki practitioner, I realized that there was no way that I could see clients all day long without having disciplined practice. And I say the word discipline, but you can use whatever words you want. You could call it rituals, check-ins, methods of connecting to myself, clearing and recharging my energy. And those were disciplines I had to stick to. Because if at the end of a long day, if I wasn't having the discipline of how to take care of myself, my energy at the end of the day would, I would feel like a zombie. And I would feel like, how am I ever supposed to continue doing this work, even though it was what I love to do? And especially as I found myself energetically opening and expanding and feeling more and seeing more, the even more so I had to up that self-care ritual discipline to really be able to harness 
and take care of my energy in a sustainable way. And that's, you know, I could pull from different resources about, you know, how one goes about that or the context for what was going on. But ultimately, I had to go within and find those rituals and practices that worked for me. Now, lucky for you, I share pretty much all of that, you know, awareness and context plus the practices here on the Honor Your Aura podcast. But again, this is what works for me. This is what has offered me the uh, most enriched and sustained energy throughout the day. It gives me the tools that if my energy is um, thrown off of how I can show up for myself uh, in a way that is, you know, compassionate and caring. You know, I've also gone through when I, if I were to ever feel, you know, too much emotion or, you know, just wanting to bypass that or wanting to ignore it or even shaming it and, and really being able to just navigate my own, you know, my whole beingness in a way that, um, just is more nourishing and kind to my energy. And that's really all I can hope for you. So my offer to you is to just look at, you know, what are your definitions of discipline? How does that feel to you even when you say the word? Um, What are your beliefs about discipline? Is it that it's, you know, again, like I felt like not attainable or unrealistic or it actually felt constricting? So maybe it's, you know, working with a new word. Maybe it's working with self-care. Maybe it's working with ritual. Even though you're changing the word, however, dive into that underlying meaning that you're giving it and that will surely be able to highlight for you why you may be resisting it. Because how many times do I hear people say that they want to start a self-care practice, they want to start a meditation practice, or they quote unquote, should be doing X, Y, and Z. And I mean, all of those words are taking our energy away. And so really looking at honestly, why, what is my resistance to showing up for myself in this way? And getting really clear on why. Why do you want to meditate? Why do you want to start your day with deep breathing? Why do you want to check in when you're feeling overwhelmed? Get, just start journaling your whys so that you can come into that deepened connection to you. Not the whys of everyone else in the world, not the whys that I'm giving you, but what are the whys for you? Even if it's, you know, the waking up and going for a walk or going to the gym or whatever it is that you like, what is your why? And can that why, and it surely can, be rooted in something that is deeply meaningful? And that meaning is what will help to fuel your choices and help to support you as you embark on this path. Now, this kind of inward discovery is done through right your mind being an observance 
However, what's really fascinating about creating these, call them spiritual or energetic disciplines, is that it's not like, you know, going to the gym. You can't equate it um, in the same way over time. And you can't have this, let's just call it strategy for knowing, you know, A equals B. If I go to the gym this many times and lift weights in this certain way, my body will look like this. We can kind of, you know, our logical mind can wrap itself around that. Now with the energetic or the spiritual practice, it's not based by logic or intellect, even though those two components can be our companion, ultimately it's coming from a deeper place of inner knowing and truth. That is what makes these practices so profound in their effect on us, their positive effect on us, but where the navigation or the bringing the mind along on this journey can be an interesting one because you don't necessarily have the physical tangible proof and you can only observe your growth based on reflection over a period of time and it's usually never in the way that you could have previously anticipated. So that's where the showing up for yourself really can't be the like a means to an end. It has to be purely about the the art, the act of just showing up for yourself in any given moment and you being the creator of what that looks and feels like. I always say to my Reiki students when talking about cultivating their self-Reiki practice that you know, while the more time that you can offer yourself Reiki, the better right? Having, let's just say, the discipline or the ritual of waking up every morning and offering yourself Reiki, that on the days that even when you're feeling, let's just say, a lot of resistance, that making it as easy and as accessible and feel as good as you possibly can, that you just couldn't possibly not do it. Not setting yourself up for failure even if you say, I, my new discipline or my new ritual is spending five minutes every morning just sitting and breathing, placing my own hands on my body, whatever it is that works for you, playing some gentle music, something that you know is refueling your energy and having that faith and that trust that it's an energetic muscle that is building for you over time. And that energetic muscle benefits your mind and your emotions and your overall energy. And it gives you a place to return to when that gets thrown out of whack, when you do too much, when you get drained, when you get overwhelmed, when things are going on in your life, in the world. This is that underlying reliant energy that you can return to and having a ritual of any kind 
also creates the energy of foundation and support. It directly corresponds to our root chakra, which helps to strengthen that part of us energetically, which then in turn affects the whole of who we are, physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual. So ultimately, I truly believe that discipline creates freedom. Discipline allows you to be the creator of how you choose to spend your time and truly your waking life. It gives you an inner strength on all levels, an inner faith and an inner trust, far more than what the external physical reality can offer you. And it raises the standard on how you experience yourself and your moment to moment, your every day. And know that when you do hit those moments of rebellion, it's likely time to reassess. Maybe you're stifling a certain part of yourself, trying to be someone that you're not. And know that you know spiritual practice, energetic practices are not out there, right? They're, they're already within us naturally. Our spirit is within us no matter what. So it doesn't have to look like anyone else's. And those moments of rebellion are great opportunities for you to say, wow, maybe today I need to dance wildly or I need to turn up the music or, you know, and then on some days you need to be more nurturing. And so knowing that there can be that flexibility, but nonetheless showing up for yourself in an intentional way that is neutralizing and fueling your energy and not taking it away. I'll end it with this. Let today be that day that your future self looks back and says, thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Honor Your Aura podcast. If you enjoyed this conversation as much as I did, please leave a review and share with your friends because I want you to be the start of the ripple that allows others to honor and empower the energy that lies within.